going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. Yes, 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 yes. I am, of course, your host with the most, Andrew. I'm back. Bar Bar Podcast, episode 38. And we're here with the all-star team again. How are you doing, guys? Yeah, That's good, good. Yeah. yeah, of course. Um, it's the usuals. Um, yeah, I mean, there's no any, there's no news really that happened this week, so we can just jump in, jump straight into the Premier League games. Um, this time round, it was game week seven, and obviously that started on Friday with Wolves v Crystal Palace. Did anyone catch that? It was a two-nil win for Wolves. I thought the highlights. Um... I think Crystal Palace had um, an unlucky game. Um, I think what they maybe had a penalty, but then it was overturned. Maybe a goal, and then obviously someone was offside, it was overturned. And the Wolves just, you know, just did job and got the goals they needed and saw the game out. Mm-hmm. Wolves have got to be like the most efficient team in the Premier League, and they don't. I, I find myself watching them and not even thinking they're playing that well, but they just churn out results every time. I think they do play well, man. Especially like. Defensively, they're very organized. Yeah, but... yeah. You know who they remind me of? Um, Conte's Juventus. Yeah. Uh, nothing, yeah. nothing fancy. They just get the job done, man. Yeah, yeah. Even Chelsea to an extent, man. Like when he came to Chelsea, like just very efficient on what they do in it. It's good. Yep. Um, and then obviously Saturday, uh, the early kickoff was Sheffield United, Man City, uh, with a power driver from Kyle Walker. Uh, but other than that, it was pretty. It was pretty it's a dead, pretty dead, dead yeah. game, snooze fest. Um, and then, um, Mr. Wisey, you could take over here, fella. Burnley, Burnley, Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a um, very good game for Chelsea fans. Easy, I mean, 3 0. Burnley did not provide anything. Usually, I think we could all say this when the start of the season, Burnley, you sort of one of those things like, right, they're never ever going to be challenging for Europe that much. I mean, they had that one season. But they'll always be solid, and then this season, this season they've got one point before they played Chelsea, and I didn't really know why. I was just sort of like, "Oh, right, okay, must be just be an early dip." And then watching them play, they were toothless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, were Fuck's just man. they don't look nearly as solid as they usually do, and Chelsea just absolutely ripped them apart. Like we played, so we were supposed to be playing Pulisic up front. Well, I'm sorry, left wing, but then he got injured in the warm-up, felt a sensation, whatever that means. Um, so <laughs> he pulled, pulled a muscle. Um, so <laughs> Werner played left wing. So this was the first game that we had all our six signings actually start at the same time. And we just looked good, man. Like Havertz and Mount especially were running the midfield. Kante playing in that pivot role in the three, was just mopping everything up. Ah, Ziyech and Werner were making brilliant runs left, right, and centre. Tammy Abraham played as a false nine. That was interesting, but it worked. But then again, like I say, Burnley playing there so badly, that's your caveat of, okay, like, fair enough, you managed to provide in that role. I, I looked at the positional map at the end of the game, and Tammy was basically right next to Kante in his position. So he, he, got, was, his, he but, got his assist, didn't he? Yeah, he got, he got a nice assist for Ziyech's goal. Ziyech's goal... He played it, Tammy played it off after some nice play from Werner. 
But then Ziyech hit it and Pope really should have saved it. Mm. But why is that? Why, why was Tammy all the way down there? Is it because he was not getting the ball or do you think that was instructions? It was from the way Lampard said it because midweek when we played Krasnodar, like we were struggling for most of the game. Then Jorginho came off for, I think it was Pulisic, but we made a couple of subs around the 70th minute and we started playing these like, you know how City call it, the three eights where you've got De Bruyne and used to be Silva running up forward and then your striker dropping down. So I think it was a bit of game plan, but it's also the fact, like we say, like Tammy has not really seen a lot of the pitch recently. So I think he's just desperate to get involved. Like you can tell mm. he's desperate to get a goal, perhaps a bit too desperate. He's not but watching this... his age, mate, DCL. Just stay in the box. You get your goals. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but, but you know what's funny? If, if that was a tactic to play a false nine, he's got the perfect player in Havertz to do that. Yeah. He did yeah. that against Liverpool, though, didn't he? And it, yeah. didn't, it didn't really work yeah, too well. Slap. Mm. But did Mount and Havertz play as eights, basically? Yeah, yeah. Nice. So you had Kante essentially mopping up and then Havertz and Mount playing as eights. And I know people love to, love to give Mount stick, but he was our best player on the pitch outside of Ziyech. He was fantastic. He was running everything down. He was playing some great passes. There was like, I think he's good, man. People give him stick, but I, don't, I like don't him. Let I Gareth South, but don't let Gareth Southgate hear this. <laughs> yeah, Mount. Yeah, Mount. Yeah. Mount, Mount is he's a good player, man. He's not your. He's not your. He hasn't got your sort of stardom that a lot of other players might have. But he, bro, he, he never. I don't watch him thinking this guy is actually. Like he rubbish. does the thing. I think he, he, does, he does basics he correctly. He yeah, he does. That's what, that's yeah. what Lampard likes about Yo, him. He works Gar- hard. But Gareth will pick this guy over Grealish, man. Yeah, of that's he would. What, I think that's the issue. People are looking at him thinking, "Oh my God, he's starting ahead of X, Y, and Z." But bro, people are better. In certain to a systems, point, I understand. I understand it. I get it. I'd probably say he's more reliable than a lot of players that yeah. this is it. He does the basics very well. I think yeah. like you're gonna you're gonna see that a lot more. Like people are gonna be crying out for Grealish, but Grealish is now exclusively a left winger. Let's yeah. be fair, he is not playing centre mid anymore for Villa. So mm. he But then in the to... same breath, I don't think Mount's an eight. He's like that eight and a half, if you know what I'm trying to say, which you could say a multiple position. If you ask Jack, Jack will say he's an eight and a half, so but that's, Lamps, the, thing. But that's the thing. People, people say people saying Mount Mount is not eight, but he, from from what I've seen, his best performances have come from the eight position. Even in Derby, I'm pretty sure that's where he was playing. That's no, where he was playing as well. Ten. He was a ten. Ten. Yeah, yeah. Boy, the way Mount sees himself now, obviously that's different to what he plays. But he sees himself as an eight. That's the position that yeah. he wants to play. I see him as an eight, to be honest. And. I think the biggest thing, like I say, Mountain Havertz dominated the game, but it was Havertz. Like, Havertz was getting on the ball so much more. Like, when we were yeah. playing him as a 10, you almost, I think, guys, you can agree with this on me. When you play a 10, you have to force your play through him. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Have yeah. To, you have to make him your creative hub. But yeah. Havertz wasn't being served enough. As an 8, he was a lot more of a team player. So he didn't have to feel forced, like, oh, I have to get the ball here. And then, just and it's fine for him to go missing almost for spells of where the other two will get on the ball and then Z-H pop up somewhere. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Ziyech is as flowers. I think he's looked good last couple of games. Oh, Ziyech, for me, it's just he is a brave player. Like, he will try stuff and he's got a wand of a left foot. Output beast. There was a ball where he got it. Um, on the right wing and just cut it in with one touch with left and played it over the defence and Chilwell so nearly got on to oh, it yeah, I saw that, but yeah. it was you just remember sitting there going oh, no one's even trying that nobody even sees that but he's so, not only seen it he's nearly called it off okay so question so when everyone's fit who's your who's who's especially the front three is interesting to, I want to know who do you think is the sort of the first pick I think for me so for me personally 
what do you want a full 11 or just the front three uh i think i, I can t- i probably could put together what if everyone fit the, the back yeah. six probably i just want to understand that what how do you fit the players I that think, you think are the best yeah. in their positions basically i think we have to play 4-3-3 because it's just for me even though Havertz's best position is a 10 or at least he thinks it is that it, it just doesn't work in the prem for me mm. like everyone's a bit too tight defensively and everyone presses quite well, even if it's not their game plan. I just don't think he has the time and space that he wants there. Whereas yeah. when he comes and gets it a little bit deeper in that team structure, you can he can do more with it, put it that way. Mm-hmm. So I think you put Havertz and Mount in as our eights, with Kante being the pivot behind defensive pivot behind them. Mm. I think you could easily put Kovacic over Mount and it's six to one half a dozen of another. Yeah. So I'd be fine with that. I wouldn't mm. be against it, but I'd personally want to see Mount as a Chelsea fan. Um, right wing's the edge. That kid's just creative. If he goes inside, you're giving that space out for our right back, whether it's Dave or Reese James. Left wing, I'd say Pulisic when he's fit. Like the kid is destructive when he's fit. It's just keeping him because he seems, from what I've seen, well, from what he's had recently, he's just constantly having these little niggles. Like he's out for a month here and there. And then up top, you'd have to say Werner. I think Werner could do what Tammy Abraham did very well but he's just got that striker's instinct like when for the for his goal on the third one Burnley play an awful ball out we counter-attack Ziyech plays one ball through Werner great first touch bottom corner it's easy yeah fair enough cool that was a great goal yeah, yeah. how was Sweet. how was uh, your European endeavours 4-0 against Krasnodar 4-0 easy easy like they, they did light really, work yeah they, they were they had a couple of shots when we were settling in but it was never anything like, oh my god, we're gonna lose this game. Jorginho missed the penalty because mm. I hate the way I hate the way he takes penalties, man. Like you are not that good to hop, skip, and jump. <laughs> like Hazard used to do all that, like just walk up and tap it to one side of the keeper. But he was our best player and he took everyone on, so I can sort of agree with it. With Jorginho, just pick a corner and twat it, man. That's all I want from you. <laughs> That's a twat it. <laughs> But no, it was it was like work. And like I say, in that 70th minute when we put the two like sort of three eights on and we gave everyone a bit more creativity, we scored three goals. And I think that's almost like a light bulb moment for Lampard to go, right, okay, I need to try this now. When Chelsea fans have been clamoring for that ever since we've made all these transfers. And uh what's his what's his name? Um um Hudson Odoi, just to swerve off Chelsea, but Hudson Odoi got his goal as well, isn't it? Uh, yeah, great. I mean, I want to see more and more of Caltech. Like, yeah. He is such a great dribbler. Like, the man can beat anyone. And you can tell he's got the talent. Like, when some when Bayern are coming in for him and willing to pay 40 million, it's sort of, you've got to have alarm bells going off your head, going, right, if Bayern Munich, one of the premier European sides, someone that Chelsea right now aspire to be, like, I'm willing to pay 40 million for your 18-year-old player, you should probably be playing him more. So I think yeah, depending boy. on Pulisic being out, and obviously over the season, like I want to see him playing a lot more. Like I don't want to see Werner on that left wing as much as I want to see Hudson Odoi there. He but linked up with uh, Havertz for the goal again, didn't he? Similar yeah. to uh, was it against West Brom? Yeah, yeah. He's he's showing more, and this thing like we're not going to keep him, and we're not going to keep our youngsters unless we play them. I know Frank had the saying of, or oh, they've got to earn it. But Hudson Adoy's sheer talent almost earns that. Like, he pressures off the ball and does everything. So, I just want to see him and see that growth on the pitch. Because I think he, if we let him go, 
that would be one of the worst things Chelsea could do. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. Now, let's quickly preview um, your next up-and-coming games. Um, Wednesday, you've got Stad Wren and then mm-hmm. Sheffield United in the weekend. Dubs? Dubs or else? <laughs> well, I'm never going to say else. No, I mean, <laughs> we, we need to be winning these. Like, Wren, they're the team that can provide a challenge, without a doubt, if you underestimate them. It's the same for Sheffield United, but I'd say more, more so Wren. Like, we've got to dispatch them. Mm. So, I, I'd be hoping for a win on that. I'll go... I'll go three one on that because I'm confident with the boys. But then Sheffield, like we will win that. You'll we, win that. Yeah, we will win that. Or, or at should least I hope we at will. Least, yeah. yeah. But we got beat by them three 0 last time we played them. David McGoldrick scored his only two Premier League goals that season against us. McGolo, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think the formation definitely caused Frank problems last time with the overlapping CBs. So let's hope he's got a solution to that but with that one I'd go for more of a 2-1 Are you home or away? Uh, we are home for Wren and I think away for Sheffield off the top of my head Boy that Sheffield they need the three points man I think that game's going to be a bit tricky now because they Man City Bro, Sheffield, Sheffield, Sheffield away is calm now man the fans, the fans are not there Like the only Man City only just about one and I think Landstrom had a good chance to equalise Man City didn't walk past Sheffield. Um, they kept, they made a half themselves. They did pepper them in that. The first nah, day, I think I think Man City just failed to score, man. They did, yeah. yeah. They what said, yeah. But I get what Munya's saying. They they keep it tight for about yeah. 70, 60, 70 minutes, and then yeah, we've like, we got both of them at home. I do apologize. We've got both of them at home, but yeah, like, oh. we should be dispatching both of them. But I do, I completely agree with what Munya's saying. Like Sheffield United could easily make this game hard for us, but they won't have Ampadu, and obviously Ampadu's their best player. So, <laughs> <laughs> this guy. <laughs> All right, let's move on then. So, after the Burnley Chelsea game, it was um, Liverpool for West Ham. 2 1 win for Liverpool, Kenna? Yeah. And says, yeah, uh, like our routine. Yeah, it no is, trouble. It, it's routine. <laughs> it wasn't even a routine. Uh, it was Loki Skr. Nah, it wasn't, man. If you've been watching us for the past 12 months, we were doing this last season of where we weren't spectacular. But <laughs> do you know when we got 1 0 down, was anyone like, ah, oh, we'll. We'll struggle. We won't, man. We'll just this, get season, this season, there's there's hope, bro. We're top of the table, though. You say this, but hope. we're top of the table. <laughs> so, and especially at home, I think, what is it now, Andy? 60, 64 Six, games? 67, I think. <laughs> 67 between games 64, 67, no between L. that. No, no L's, L. man. Yo, it's, it's crazy, so we're good, man. We're good. Andy in the group chat, that, 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 that relief... When um, what's his name back? Who was it that back? Jota. Jota. I can't lie to you. Yeah, I, I saw the game kind of different to Wakena. To be honest, it's one of them where as soon as it was it, when it was one one, you I'm know, okay, it. we're gonna win it. Gonna but it's just win. like when is this happening? Because they were just very very rigid at the back, and yeah. it seemed like uh, we couldn't find any answers. So as soon but, as we brought on Shaq and yeah, Jota. That- that's funny because me and Andy were speaking in private messages and we were just clangering for Shaq to come on and Jota to come on because Jota in midweek, I mean Shaq, sorry, was excellent. The, when he takes up those like false eight or hybrid eight positions in between the lines, it's brilliant. He's got the end product. We all Found know that ball. Left foot yard. Mm. Yeah. That ball that was foot. Sick. So he's a good solution. And I don't want to start an agenda as always, but the agenda on one album. You can see the quality Shaq's gives us going forward of where he wants to be. Wijnaldum was good, though. He wasn't good. I, I didn't notice. Nah, he, he was, was not... Jones, by the way. Jones wasn't brilliant as well, by the way. But 
you can see what Shaq gives us in that eight of where yeah, he'll yeah. the ball, he's got quality, he'll look forward and he'll find a pass. So, nah, I'm really, really happy, man. It's a good win. You, you can't complain at the minute. Wasn't Shaq about to leave you lot as well? No one wanted him. I'm surprised by that. And the thing is, yeah, I was saying all summer, which we should cash in because Klopp doesn't use him. And me and yeah. Andy both wanted to see more of him because we know what he's capable of. Yeah, if you're not selling him, he's not one of them yeah. donnies where I would like to have him on a bench like Oregon or whatever. Nah, if you're keeping him, then play him, in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no point because you can get good money for him. He's a easily like a 25, 30 million pound player. Yeah, Wonderful easy. left foot. Um, I think he? I think if he if like he stays fit, man. Yeah. If he but, stays fit, he'll be he'll be key. But, but you know what's funny? Key I think he's been fit since like December, January time. But Klopp genuinely just hasn't used him. But he started really well, man. In the cup games when he's played, he's looked really really good. And I hope from now he kind of gets his game time of where. I don't think he'll get into that front three or ten position, but he can definitely do job in that hybrid eight position of where yeah. it's another body to kind of find gaps and play well. So, nah, what did you what did you make of um, Nat Phillips' debut? <sighs> you know what's funny? <laughs> like he he did what he needed to do, if you know what I'm trying to say. And for him, like a young kid who kind of he's not technically brilliant, he's he's not quick, but he's just a big guy, Sheffield United is almost a perfect game to play him in. Like, yeah. I think that was a tactical masterclass from Klopp, mate. Cause... He got lucky, he got lucky. No, <laughs> man, I think, I think he Everyone's probably knew... Everyone's I think, not, think. But, but, no, but I think he, he, he knew that West Ham were going to start Hala and realised that Antonio's not, not ability to use that wasn't needed. Yeah, yeah, so he probably thought, look, let me play someone that's going to win headers. So that, You're giving to him me, that's too much that's... credit. You're giving him too much credit because I've seen this kid in pre-season and He's not brilliant, honestly. Like, no, 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 but you're not, you're not listening to what I'm saying. I'm not saying that he defensively yeah, watch was like out, a watch out saying, yeah, I'm yeah. just saying that he reacted If it was Antonio, when, when yeah, the ball would be more guy. on the floor, then he would struggle. But in the air, he would win yeah. most of them. So. Uh, uh, it is what it is. But, but what yeah. I'm worried about is City, man. Of Him against, let's say, that the more nippy player, Ferran Torres, yeah. Sterling, people ball, around the his ball, feet. The balls are not in the yeah. air. They're yeah, on yeah. the floor. Nothing's going to play them. When are you playing them? Sunday. <laughs> I, I, oh, this Sunday. Think, this Sunday. You think he'll start? Oh. Oh, we haven't got any bodies. <laughs> what about other brother? Matip might be fit. Matip might be fit. So. Oh, yeah. Matip, Matip trained today, so he might be fit. Thank God. So, so, no, we did what we needed to do, man. Like I said, this time of the season, get, get your results and then you worry about performances more towards the back end of the season. You're playing, what, three games a week? So, yeah, no, I'm happy. 2-1 so, win. What, so what about um, last week, Tuesday, uh, Michelin, or Wednesday, sorry. Oh, same again, we struggled, man. I thought we were mm-hmm. poor. Um, there was almost like a lack of creativity, a lack of urgence, but same again, we got the job done, man. I watched Atalanta against them the week before. Atalanta pammed them, and it could have easily been like 5-6-0 to Atalanta. We kind of got lucky with the result, but we got the job done. Same again, you, you almost like, you take the game, you forget about it, and you move on, and... We just need to keep on churning the games up until international weekend. We yeah. can get Matic fit, get Thiago back, get all our bodies kind of back in, and then kind of then start looking towards getting good performances in the locker. So quick, quick, quick predictions for Atlanta and uh, Atlanta, Atlanta and uh, Man City. Um, Atlanta, I think two-two. Oh, word. same as always. Their scoring goes for fun, but they always leak at the back. Um, City. City, I think 1 1 as well. Of where uh, kind of because City were a game behind us, and I think they're only four 
points or five points behind us. So they don't want to, they can't afford to lose. So I think mm. if you give Pep a draw, he'll take it. If you give Klopp the draw, he'll take it. So question I, for you. I, yeah, I'll take a draw. Go on. What do you mind think of your 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 Because like, obviously the facts the facts are your your top of the league, so you can only take it with a pinch of salt. But what do you think about your defensive record? We went brilliant with at full strength, so I don't expect us to be brilliant. You reckon it's going to continue strength? throughout the season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%, 100%. Yeah, Liverpool will yeah. concede yeah. now every right. game. Basically, we will, we will, and I'm I'm like. I won't be surprised if you know what I'm trying to say, but like I always say, I can. You know what's funny? You know what's funny when people bring this up because we conceded more goals, or the vast majority of these goals were conceded with Van Dyke. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And we conceded less without him. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, I haven't. I no, 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 I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Obviously, yeah, yeah, that, I know that, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. That's the easier comparison. Yeah. yeah. So at full strength, we were conceding, so I don't expect us to get bad. Yeah, man. Fair enough. No, no, I hear it. Yeah, to be to honest, keep yeah, it this is one of those seasons in it where I, I just don't think it's even that deep anymore. It's not like you're winning <laughs> it's not, another, you're scoring another. Yeah, we've, all, we, we've, we've also we've also got the we scored the most as well. Yeah, so so but back back to entertainment at C- FC. It seems though. with with with, with trophy with trophy. With trophy. Obviously, you're gonna have to score more goals. That's like common sense, no? What? Sorry. Say that again, Monia. Because obviously Andy's saying you scored the most. I'm thinking, well, obviously, because you conceded the most. Mm-hmm. If you guys are winning, you have to score. Like, that's going to Peter's point. Are you not going to be happy being Entertainment FC? Because, boy. Of course, bro. Yo, you, you might forget we were in the gutter not long ago, man. So, you're leaking goals. Is that not you know, it don't matter because at the end, because uh, the thing is, I keep saying of where we were leaking at our best. So, I don't expect this Arsenal done is you're leaking goals. We take it, man. We take it. Thank you, man. No one's good. No one's good. No one asked you, fella. Nah. Well, Anyways, Monja, we can stay. We can stay with you. We can we can stay with you, fella. That's a great. <laughs> we can stay with you. We can stay with you, Monja, with your with your perfect defense. Um, talk us through the the um the game yesterday. Well, firstly, I won't say perfect, but I did hear we are um got the best defensive record in the mm. Premier. Mm. But boy, <laughs> you know what they say: all 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 runs must come to an end. And um, boy, I remember. Um, I know my boy Tosin remembers this game when United nicked um, the the unbeaten run. Well, we 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 made an end of two records. I think it was five years since our last away win at a top six club, and also <laughs> an embarrassing fourteen years of that win at Old Trafford. But boy, that came to an end, man. And I think I don't care what anyone says, we deserve to leave that place with three points. Even better, the fact that we left with a clean sheet. Yeah, I don't think anyone can argue saying that. That's 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 not true. I mean, Roy, you know, Gary Lineker tried saying it was um a dull game. I mean, obviously, because there wasn't so many goals, we created more chances than Man United. I don't really remember Man United creating any th- any threat apart from Rashford. He did this excellent it's ball to Greenwood in the first half. How but, was um, your Munya? How was your feelings? Um. Going into the game, because um, yeah, I said you had we had this thing, um, this cloud over over us saying what we haven't won away in five years, we haven't won at Old Trafford in fourteen years. You don't come into this game thinking, oh, you know what, we, we're gonna we're gonna win. But for some reason this year, I thought some something felt different, man. Obviously, we played um, yourselves and Man City, 
and we didn't win, but we didn't play bad against Man City. And I wouldn't say we played bad against you guys either. But with what's happened at Man United... I Wait, think... what, the Liverpool game? In the yeah. Prem? Yeah. Come off it, man. You mm. <laughs> was poor that game, man. Come on. It was not the same. It was not the same as the United game. And the no, game. You don't have to agree with me, Andy. I'm just saying, and you asked me, so... Wait, Andy, what did you say? What I did you want, say? I don't want no cap on my platform on you. You said you were you said you were poor. I said against Liverpool, you was not as good as you were against City or United. Oh yeah, no, but we were in we were, we were in the game as well. That's what he's just saying. Which game is that? The Liverpool, the Liverpool Arsenal game. <laughs> oh yeah, you can. Uh, but sorry, sorry, Monia, go on, continue. Okay, so like I said, um, had those three, well, those two games against Liverpool, Man City. Um, but this this year round, I thought, you know what, something could be different here, and obviously. As the game went, um, I did think it was going to be one of those nights. We were creating chances, we weren't finishing. I just thought, you know what, United will get one good chance, they'll score and they'll win the game. But that's not how things ended. Um, I think we just applied the pressure to United. I, I, I thought we deserved to win. And when Pogba made a poor decision to trip Bellerin in, in the box, which I felt was quite, I mean... I thought it was quite soft, but he did make the contact. And obviously, it's he, a penalty, though. Yeah, no, exactly. It's a penalty. Um, <clears throat> it came through, man. And even better, Aubameyang, he's not had the best of starts. Um, I still feel like he had a lot of pressure to convert that penalty, which he did. And um, yeah, we went on to win the game 1 0. Excellent performance from the team. I don't think no one really had a bad game. Um, everyone just put a shift in. and. To put a shift in, I saw Elneny at the 91st minute still pressing Man United, and it was just to show, look, um, this is maybe what people, what what, what um, Arteta might be saying about the Ozu situation. I don't know what would Ozu do that the 91st minute. I don't know. Maybe with what with how Arteta wants us to play, is that not maybe what Ozu wants to do? But with that whole Ozu thing, it's something that could come out in the future to actually know what's going on. But just to see that, I think everyone had a man's game. But big shout out to Thomas Party and Gabriel, man. Um, solid performances from both of them. Gabriel just he's, he's settled in into the Premier League. As we all know, you come into the Premier League, there's this expectation: are you going to fit in? Are you going to handle it? And I feel this 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 kid, he, he's I don't, I don't know, man. He's just, he's something else, man. And I think we've got a bargain. I, I don't know whether we've got a bargain in him or a bargain in Thomas Party. Both, to be honest, but. Um, what was also very interesting to see, uh, just staying with Arsenal at the moment, um, obviously all of us know that um, this particular person has a huge ag- agenda with um, Jacker, and Jacker. I think this is the first time he did start under Arteta, is it? Like in the league game. Was it the first time? I believe so. He didn't even play, yeah. It's been a while, boy. I'm yeah, so Tosin. Tosin oh, Arteta spoke on that. So Tosin, in terms of the starting eleven um, against United yesterday, is this is this what needs to happen going forward? Um, it's a good question, you know. I mean, you know, you know me, man. I'm still holding out for Pepe personally. I, I definitely was quite surprised that Pepe didn't get the start. And I'm still obviously a bit concerned about where I suppose Arteta sees Pepe. Like, because it just and let, let me not even say his future at the club, but I don't even I, Pepe can't even start. He doesn't start league games. Like Pepe only starts if it's a cup game or Europa. So it's obviously a bit concerning. I still think Pepe's a better option. Like Willian's a, a good player, solid player, experienced player, but he's at Arsenal for his last paycheck, you know? So uh, my expectations are essentially the floor. While for Pepe, 72 million man, my expectations are higher because the price tag, 
because of oh, he's supposed to be essentially our second best player. The, the, the YouTube clips. <laughs> yeah, let me not speak. Let me not speak. That. <laughs> but um, man, you 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 boys know me, man. Like I mean, for since 2016, like Shaka Mustafi. I mean, Arsenal have not Arsenal haven't made a top four since the summer we signed those two bums and. <laughs> for the longest time, we've been crying out for a centre mid. For the longest time, we've been crying out for a centre back. And Thomas Partey, he's 27, played for Atletico. He's experienced. Like I said, I said this is the most influential signing since Ozil. Like, he's come in. This is his second start, is it? Or third start? I mean, like, you know what you're going to get from, a, like, a quality player. He is fucking quality. I mean, he had such a good game. The composure... I've, I've waited about, I've waited 10 years, let me not say 10 years, I've waited since 06, since Vieira yeah, left. Yeah. Since Vieira left. For a midfielder with pace, with strength, with two good feet, with awareness. And it's composure, man. Like, you can press him, it's calm, because I back myself. Shaka, it's like, he, it's like he's standing on one leg and then the other leg is tied, to, is weighed way down to the ground. Mm-hmm. He's not mobile at all, no awareness, one touch, he's under pressure. Partey, man, what an absolutely unbelievable performance, man. Honestly, I was honestly like, even like win, lose, or draw, I was just buzzing. That whole first half, I was like, man, Partey is running the show right now. And he's on every single time Paul Pogba picked up the ball, I felt as if like Partey was there. Like, and a lot of people said that um, Pogba had a poor game. And yeah, obviously, he made a mistake, but I honestly just feel as if Partey, he wasn't at the races, sure, but Partey was just so up for that game. He was so up for winning that midfield battle when he did. Gabriel, man, I mean, 22 years old. When I first, when I first, I, I'm not gonna lie, I hadn't seen, I hadn't seen a lot of him before he joined Arsenal. When I saw him, I was looking, I was looking through his Instagram. I see he's got his teeth done. I see he's all dripped out. Oh, <laughs> oh man, like we, who, who have we signed here, man? Like we've signed, we've signed Adoni, who cares more about his fucking veneers than football? Do you know what I mean? But man, what a performance, man! I mean, just solid again, like. Strong in the tackle, confident, good with his feet, good in the air. Man, like, w- like what can I say, man? Like, I've been, like I said, I've been crying out for a centre-back. I've been crying out for a centre-mid. And I feel like we've got our men. So, man, onwards so, and upwards from here, man. What a dub. What a dub, honestly. Big dub. Big dub for Arsenal. Obviously, you started the week with a dub against Dundalk. Irish champions. 3-0 win. What did you make of that one? Pepe scored with his right foot. Bizarre, isn't it? Great goal, actually. Man, like it's man, it's really hard for me to find any motivation to watch the like um the at least the group stage of the Europa games with much interest. Like it, it was good to see um like Nelson and Willock have a run out. I mean, you, you guys already know my feelings on those two anyway, but obviously um they they <laughs> they met their match, innit? Like they were playing to the, they were balling because they were playing people of their level, so that's, <laughs> so that's, no, that's no real shock to me, to be honest. But yeah, like, three they were doing in. skills all over the gap. It was embarrassing, isn't it? Because you never ever see like Willock or Nelson doing anything like that in a league game, like they were there. So, 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 man, let me not even. Nah, to add to that, to add to that, because Tosin, you are not wrong. And the next day, our social media was moving so shameless. The way Willett was getting praised, I'm thinking, what? What is he actually That bitch was liking and all up in the comments. No, 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 but can I can I say something? Can I say something? Yeah. In in football, Willock's not going to play in the Premier. He knows that, and he's coming. He's coming into a game where he knows he's going to start. 
and he wants to show off. He wants to show what he's capable of doing. What is wrong with him showing that he can do skills yeah, and playing well? I really so, think Willock should just go to a Newcastle. No, no, no. But you need to understand. Willock, I like his Willock profile, actually, Yeah, right. they like... Willock but, is liked in the club. What we're saying, Mitch, is... Yeah. It's... it's an Irish team in the they're fourth in the Irish league. Like I mean, I've uh, never uh, I've never heard of Dundalk in my life, and this is as this source when he gets his opportunities in the Prem. Like, basically, honestly, can, just can... be professional, get the dub, and get out of there, isn't it? Like all this showboating because Cross. when we ask you to come on last twenty minutes, get us a goal or do something creative in a big game, away game against West Ham, away game against Everton, nowhere to be found. Nelson found Braden his hair on the bench doing nothing. Oh, <laughs> I don't really want to see. Doing, if you actually like, watch uh, the trick, it's all the You know, we, we found it hard to break them through it until like the 30, 38th minute whenever we got the first goal. We were struggling. We don't even play that great. Mm. And this, yeah, this I, 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 get, I, get, I understand that. Of course, we didn't, we didn't start the game well, obviously, but he, he, Willock was our best player that day. Um, and the way Toast goes on about Pepe, how Pepe's still got a future at the club. Willock is five years younger than him and showed yeah. more in that game than, than Pepe did. So what why why is it you've got a bias towards Pepe? Because the energy is very different. Mitch, Mitch, this is our yeah. point, right? Why why should not that Pepe should be working hard? It's Dundalk. He doesn't have mm. to be full. He doesn't do it against Dundalk and he doesn't do it against the Prem team. So what, why, what, what are we talking about here? But he has done it, though. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but who's, who's like, someone that's 20 years old, he's still got, he's still a young player in the game, Willock. Like, he's shown glimpses of he can actually yeah, play that's quite, No, but so, just at yeah, him in general is quite... Has he shown glimpses, though? I mean, he, yeah, he, he has. He's still living off the goal. And, uh, you're going to go to the Carabao Cup right, goal. But even then, but even then, but even then, he showed... Every single time you get, you ask an Arsenal fan, what is Willock, what's Willock's best thing What's the best thing he's done at the club? It's the goal against Anfield. It's the goal at Anfield. Well, what is Willock's best quality? Mitch, tell All me right, right now. What's, 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 what's Pepe? Pepe? What's Pepe done? What's Pepe done? Wow. So we're, Pepe we're saying... Pepe dribbled past Van Dijk. Oh, my God. Did you watch the FA Cup semi-final? Did you not watch the FA Cup semi-final? Who broke us through? Why can't you look at it? Why are you... What has Pepe done? Are you okay? Arsenal Civil War. Inject it. Can I, just, can I just say something? By the way, guys, Pepe we lost 1-0 yesterday. Thank you, guys. But... Yeah, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> we're coming to you guys soon, mate. We're coming. No, no, we're coming, no. mate. Can I, can I just say something? Because Pepe, Pepe is this, he costs 72 mil. Arsenal fans are quite, they're, they're biased towards him. They feel like, ah, oh, he's still got it. He's still got something towards him. But you need to look at him in a more, like, just the guy should be doing more for us. It doesn't matter what you're saying about, oh, he hasn't been at the club for that long. He's 26 okay. years old. He should be doing more for us. Do you want to know what Pepe's old. done? Assist right, in the FA Cup semi-final. Oh, assist in the FA Cup final. What has my man done? What has my man done? Mitchell, are you okay? Mitchell, Mitchell is saying I'm not saying, but you're not getting what I'm saying. I'm not saying Willock is an amazing footballer. You should... You lot should rate him so much. I'm it's saying, just the way that he, that yeah, he rubbished him there. That, that, that was, you rubbished him completely. Like as if he all he's done was it, it asked him to get on the pitch and he's performed. But now you're rubbishing the performance. That, that's what his job. He's done his job. That's it. You can't have right. a guy for doing his job. All right, let's keep a step in. So, Mitch, give me a quick preview for your next two games. You've got Molde in the Europa League and then Aston Villa. So Molde, I think he's going to be the same squad as same squad as uh, last week, Thursday. So I think now we're just going to have our Euro, Euro, Europa League squad and then obviously our Prem squad. Um, obviously the dub 
for the Europa. Um, and Aston Villa at home as a dub as well. Um, if we keep, I think he's going to keep. He should keep the same starting lineup uh, from the United game, where Partey obviously ran the midfield, made Pogba look like a little boy. Um, and yeah, I think obviously Lacazette is obviously going to start. He's not been helped for me. He's not holding up the ball well, but I think he's going to start and he's just going to keep the same eleven. I think anyway. All right. Yeah, and Aston way, Villa at can, home. Can I just say something? You know, yeah, Partey, that's a win. Partey played um, other people in the midfield too. What, just saying, it's not. Oh just yeah, a, by the way, all of them in the pockets. Shout out to Nene, by the way. And also, yeah, all of them in the pockets. I'd like to say something. <laughs> there was a certain someone who's a United fan who said Partey's not a box-to-box midfielder. Bro, I think he showed it the other day that like he's a box to box midfielder. Yeah, that's right for me, United lad. All right, oh, thank you very much, man. <laughs> All right, so United guys, so obviously, um, you, you lot were uh, part of the, the story as well last night's game. Um, you ended up losing the game, uh, but however, you were pretty confident. Leading up to the game, in, in in you know, in contrast to the Arsenal people, because they were a bit quiet, they were a bit eh, nervous, <clears throat> not 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 coming out with chest. And to your credit, you guys were like, "Yeah, I think we can do this." Um, Press even said, "Like if Arsenal keep playing like this, I fancy us." Um, what happened, man? Boy, uh, yeah, we <laughs> we obviously didn't get a result, um, and it was disappointing. Uh, Arsenal came to Old Trafford and and did did what they needed to do to, to get the win. I think they were deserving of the win, certainly um, one new win. Um, and I've said to these men, they did what they needed to do and uh, got the dub. I feel like if you look at the the course of the <clears throat> course of, uh, of the game, um, tactically, I think Arteta had it spot on. Coming into it, though, let me rewind a little bit. Coming into it, looking at how, how we set up formation-wise coming into the game, I was pleased to see um, uh, the, the diamond formation again um, after the 5-0 the, the win over Leipzig um, midweek. So we had um, Greenwood, uh, Rashford up top, um, uh, Bruno top of the diamond, Fred bottom of the diamond, and uh, Pogba and McTominay in the two eight positions. And for me, it was uh, something that I, I wanted to see because, of course, there's been uh, this conversation about, you know, and it seems it seems to be an, a long, uh, long-term conversation around how do we fit Pogba in, how do we get our best players playing, how do we get how do we get um, everyone on the pitch? Um, so it was good to see Pogba and Bruno starting in the same side, and you know, based on the performance we had uh, midweek and you know, thinking that we were going to, you know, our players are looking fitter and fresher and we were going to kick on and start hitting a little bit of form. I thought that it was going to be, um, you know, uh, uh, a win for United. I wouldn't say walk in the park, but I think think we were going to do do more than enough to, to to get the victory. That was my thinking coming into it. And that's why I was so confident. And based on watching um, Arsenal quite closely the last couple of games, I felt, you know, um, this is definitely a, a game that we, we could collect three points from. But um, as the game went on, I think um, I mentioned in the uh, in the chat, I said um, the first the first sort of 10 minutes is, is, you know, will give me all I need to know about the game. Um, and I felt like uh, the midfield battle, you know, was definitely won by the likes of Partey and El Nini. Um, and 
the thing that we obviously we we've committed under Ole, we've committed to playing um, uh, the eight, uh, not the eight Bruno in the ten position. So obviously, as uh, uh, Wisey mentioned earlier, once you once you commit to that ten position, you're basically um, you're basically saying that 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 ten is going to be your main creator, and and all sources of chances are going to go through that midfield and through. Um, you know, through in this case Bruno uh, to to create your chances and sort of free up your 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 forward players. Um, but what Arsenal did really well was compress the midfield to stop anything going through the midfield. So when um, Fred would pick up the ball from the the centre backs and try and um, get the ball up the pitch to um, uh, Bruno, you know, it was a lot of uh, misplaced passes. There was a lot of um, uh, you know. There was just there was no connection between the midfield and attack because of how uh, how much Arsenal packed the midfields with Partey running around and any running around and William dropping off Lacazette dropping off as well. Um, there was just no space to play in the midfield, and um, Arsenal you know did that at varying points in the game. So they wouldn't they didn't do it like consistently throughout the whole game. So they, they would obviously take periods off in the game, but it was enough to kind of almost dishearten us to stop us trying to play through the middle. Um, then come second half, you saw um, uh, Ole make a switch, uh, where I think he went uh, four, he went four two three one. So we still had the two sitting, um, and then we moved uh, Pogba out onto the left, uh, Greenwood out onto the right, and then um, uh, Rashford the lone striker with Bruno in the ten still. And I think personally he got that wrong. I don't think that he should have he should have um, moved Pogba out to the left. Um, he, I feel like Pogba was was isolated out on that left. He's not a winger. Let's face it. Um, you saw him on the left trying to do stepovers, trying to you know beat uh, was it Bellerin on the right hand side uh, or, or, or on his right hand side, and it just wasn't coming off. Um, so yeah, just in short, I feel like he was right to switch it um, in the second half, but I, I feel tactically he, he got it wrong. And, and the, the substitutions he made as well, bringing Bruno and Greenwood off was, was also a bad decision on his part. So yeah, as I say, Arsenal did enough to get the win, but I feel like, uh, the, the game was, was won and lost in, in the midfield. So yeah, congrats to Arsenal. Press, press, you know, with the, with the formation, especially at the beginning mm. of where he's played a diamond, which obviously has, has done well against Leipzig. And then he switched it in the second half of diamond against PSG, didn't he? And that's what mm. won you the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would you say that's more, let's say, Arteta doing well, knowing what you're going to do, or tactical naivety? Because realistically, this is a completely different game to Leipzig and PSG because mm-hmm. the, the onus was on Leipzig and PSG. So, you kind of knew and anticipated that Bruno will find spaces and mm, yeah, be yeah. able to find them in between the lines. We, we've all spoke about Arsenal this season, about how pragmatic they are. Surely he kind of knew slash anticipated of where they'll be next to no space, especially knowing El Nene and Partey are going to just mm. rock off the rave in the middle of the park. Surely yeah. that, do you know what I'm trying to say? Of where Surely he knew what he was going to get or... Do you reckon he was almost happy to do the same as other games to get sixty minutes mm. and then see sort of thing? Yeah, I think that's the, you, you kind of hit the nail on the head with that one. I think like we once you commit to doing that ten thing or putting Bruno in the ten, which has served us well, you know, especially looking at last season and the amount of chances Bruno created, goals assisted, etc. But I think Arteta definitely saw that and and said, you know what, let's cut off the supply to Bruno. Let's stop him from playing. Let's stop him from doing what he does. 
and we we'd be able to see this game out. So um, I feel like even though we switched the tactics, we still had that same problem with with Bruno in the ten, you know, in the four two three one formation and cutting off the suppliers to him. So so what you I, I feel like there should have been a tactical switch where you know maybe you and he's never done this before, but maybe abandon the ten. Um, not take off Bruno, still keep him on there because he's, he's going to be a creative influence. And I think he would have probably been the one to make something happen out of anybody. But I, I feel like it was it was easy it was easy to defend against because there's evidence to show that that's what we've done previously with Bruno, and and you know that's our main source of creation. So I feel like this is almost I'm not you know gonna pray overly praise Arteta or whatever, but this is this could be a blueprint going forward you know, for, for Premier League teams, especially to, to basically just set traps for Bruno like, and just cut, just cut off, cut him off in the midfield, overload the midfield and stop him playing because that's our main source of, of everything. At the and moment. then the, the issue with Bruno as well, where we all know how good he is at creating chances. Mm. I'd, I'd be happy as a manager to, let's say, see Oli drop him into an eight because then it becomes a turnover game because yeah. however good um, Bruno is, you know he's going to be at 70%, 75% success rate and he'll force yeah. everything from deep. So yeah, yeah, yeah. he just needs to find a formation to kind of get the best out of everyone, man. Yeah, that's it, man. Char, what are you telling me, man? Uh, yeah, it was... Um, <laughs> it, it was a, um, a very, very disappointing performance. I, with, with United, I think there's a lot of, like... There's a lot of shouting and there's there's always gonna be the Ole out um Pogba situation. But the, when when we ever we lose a game, the first thing I do is I look at it from sort of a, what have we done within the game. Cause it's all well and good talking about formations and setups and and how to go about but the the, the fact remains that were the Champions League club and, and Arsenal are not, why are we it's almost like I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> why am I gonna look at Oh, what Arsenal are, are, are doing, and think, oh no, we need to play a, a different way. It should be roles reverse, and that's that's what cause that's what big clubs do. Like that's that's almost like saying that City and Liverpool, even though they have in in different games, are going to change their formations or change their personnel just because Arsenal are coming out. Like it, it, it's just baffling, isn't it? So I I looking at the game, I'm looking at it from we had more we had more possession than an an Arsenal in an Arteta team that tend to have more of the ball. We had more goal attempts. But Arsenal, if you watch the game, if basically, if you hadn't watched the game and you looked at the stats, you probably thought it was quite even. And to an extent, it was. But if you actually watched the game, there's no point that I feel that Man United were the more superior team. And then that goes for the players. Like, regardless of tactics, regardless of, regardless of where people need to be, I just feel like the basics of football, like the first ball, the second ball, the drills... Arsenal won it all. Yeah. They, they they won every single one. And I'm just, so then it's just all wedding. Sorry, God. I was just gonna ask, do you feel like Oli prepared you guys for the for this game? Like well. Look, you but, uh, do you, you do you remember do you remember because at the beginning of the game, I literally said I think I said to Prez, I was like, look, this game is a, a very big game because this is where all of our ballers can basically find a formation, quote unquote, that gets them all on the pitch. So to me. If we hadn't played this formation before, or this way of playing, and he came into this game with it brand new, I would have been like, nah, not happy. But the fact we, it was almost like a trial run against Leipzig. We've done really well, even though there was a few changes in terms of personnel. We've done well with it. 
So to why, extent, have I, why have I not heard you guys giving more of the blame to the players then? No, no, no. no but Stephen just did. Stephen just did. I've though, been saying this. I've been saying this. I've been saying this. Because I've been saying this. Like, if you actually listen to what, because don't get me wrong, in that I've always, but the Ole situation, Ole right now this season, he is, he is, he, he's in line for criticism, and I'm not going to be sentimental because he's a great of United. Like the fact is, results are results. You were my United. If you're going to go go through the whole season, probably fifteenth at the moment. If we're going to do this for the next couple of games, then he's got to go. But my problem is, I'm not even going to go into the hierarchy, and it's like it's bigger than. Ole, we can get another manager. The same, same whole cycle is going to end. But I'm looking at the players, the play, and what about Roy Keane to an extent? Roy Keane goes off in it, yeah. and, and he 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 says bare shit in it. But the fact of the matter is, he he's not wrong in half the things he's saying. Like, there's been three or four managers that have come into Man United, have have tried to do what they had to do, and I failed. It, when, when you it, it comes a point to when you stop blaming the manager and start looking at the players the players are we, we go me and Ken were laughing and joking about this the other day in, in the chat but it's so true beating um, PSG and Leipzig just to lose to Arsenal is the Manchester United thing to do when was it ever when was it ever a thing now it's yeah. a thing I literally Roy Keane always asked the players though bro yeah, yeah, looking at that game like from, from an Arsenal perspective I don't necessarily know if you can put so much blame on the players. Let's, I mean, you guys beat Leipzig, a decent team, mm. 5-0, only a couple of days before. Yep. For me, how I, I looked at it, from my perspective anyway, is there's been no change-up in how you guys were going to play. Like, the Leipzig game was very, very open. From how I saw it, I felt as if maybe United went into the game thinking, oh, they, they were just going to have it their own way. And from, from the first 20 minutes... I honestly felt as if we had a good control and grip yeah, of the yeah, game. No, you're and right. I, I don't feel you're at right. any point. And for me, it looked like the players were, not that the players weren't, United players weren't showing effort, but more like you guys were like headless chickens. It looked like you didn't know what to do. You didn't know how to get back in the game. And for, I, I, I saw it as just you guys did, you didn't have the management really. I, I, no, I mean, but, if there's one game, I think this is but, but this is, is my this is my this is my issue with this whole situation, yeah. When United win or play well, it's always mm, yeah, players have turned up mm, like sometimes they'll give Ole flowers. The moment that something goes wrong, e.g. the Arsenal game, is our oh, Ole didn't have the management right. Like it's it's, it's very simple. But Steven, the fact of the matter is, if you actually look at the reason why you guys won the game yesterday, it's because you dominated the midfield. We, we could have played whoever in the midfield, whoever. The fact of the matter is, every single one of them got dominated by Partey and El Nene. That's not good enough, and it's not because they, you, you're yeah. doing like kickups and you're doing like you're doing you're doing like stepovers, bro. You literally got to the ball first. You won every header. You won every tackle. You got to that. It, it, it's just simple, it's not even that. But the midfield, the, but it's not even that. The midfield player for player, and I'm talking Pogba, Bruno, Fred. Bro, where were they? Especially McTominay, they did not keep the ball well. Bro, and that, no, and that no was. That's Especially that McTominay in the position that he's in, you should be the... Um, but, but this is where I'm going to be on... At the, start, Ollie, at, the start, at the start of the season, you might will tell me McTominay over El Nenny, right? And McTominay is someone that can look after the ball better than El Nenny, right? El Nenny was showing... Was showing yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not even going to party, but El Nenny was balling yesterday. Yeah. But I, what I would say, what I would say, this is my... Because I feel like a lot of the time I'm always like, oh, no, Ole is in, blah, blah. I'll criticise Ole for two things in particular, yeah? <laughs> One, I don't know for the life of me, yeah, while we looked at the Leipzig game, thought, yeah, we played well, then all of a sudden played Fred in the number six and McTominay as number eight. I just did... McTominay and Fred were literally doing the same thing. 
when it's the other way around, Fred is a lot more aggressive to the press. He would he would have been out to tyranny like at times, but but Tom they just didn't know what to do. He was literally like a like a fish in a big pond. Like he just he, he just looked baffed, didn't it? Steve, you know that's Second. funny. You know what's funny because I read a stat this week as well of out of all Premier League midfielders last season, on average, Fred actually won the ball more than anyone in the Premier League. So that's that's factually correct of where if you get him in a position where he can win the ball, win the ball, he tends yeah, to do it. He tends to do it. I, 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 honestly, that one is the thing that pissed me off the most yesterday about the whole game. The second things, as I think we've touched on already, bro, the transfer, the 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 the, um, the, the substitutions just literally looks like, bro. He was like, look, we're losing. We've just got to do something. Just to make make a substitution yeah, for for the sake of it, yeah, because it just didn't make sense. If we were like three, four goals, like the, when we lost against um Tottenham, yeah, when he took off Bruno, I think I read later on that he took off Bruno because he said apparently at halftime the game was already done. I got it, bro. We were, I think it was nil nil at halftime, and then Arsenal scored when like seven was it like seventieth minute maybe. Yeah, seventy. Why are you taking Brute like Brute, our most productive, creative player? Yeah, fam, that was a bad one. It just didn't make sense. Because even Gary Neville highlighted like he thought McTominay would have been the one Bro, to come I, off. Bro, I'm not gonna lie to you. I would have nah, dragged Pogs. I would have dragged Pogs. I would have dragged. I would have dragged um, one of Fred of McTominay, and I would have brought on Cavani because that's a central point. I would have left Greenwood on because he was the only that's right side. If you actually look to the game, the thing is, after the goal, you basically had um, Cavani, Cavani like centre forward left. We had. Um, um, uh, Van der Beek in like the, the number ten role, but we had no one on the right. Literally, no one, no one on the right. There was we weren't spreading the game, and then obviously Mc, the moment Mc, you look McTominay up, was the see, one offering whip. Can yeah, you imagine? You see McTominay and um, um, and, and, and um, AWB. It's just nah, man. There's too much to say in it. But the fact of the matter is, Arsenal, you man, hats off in it. You lot played well. I don't think you had to do that well to beat us. I think, but at the right. same time, you, you you played well. You you done what you had to do, and it was a vintage away performance for me. It means a lot coming for me, boy. Thanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not going to hear so, it again. Obviously, <laughs> earlier, uh, obviously, earlier in the week, um, you lot did your thing, as you earlier alluded to, um, against Rassen Ballsport Leipzig. Um, beat them 5-0. Rashford Masterclass. Yeah, man. But you don't, wanna, you, know, you don't you have the um, energy for that, honestly, yeah? Honestly, <laughs> the, the gloss has been taken off saying. that. <laughs> yeah, like it's just a typical United stuff in the glass. Imagine how could we go from five nil to not even scoring Pim? You're no. The thing is, yeah, the thing is, yeah, Leipzig are not mugs. Can I can I ask a question about the that thing... game, by the way? Can I ask a question? Do you yeah. think that the five substitutes thing because Leipzig got a good oh, yeah. starting eleven, however, their bench isn't the greatest. Do you think that sort of came into play, obviously, with? The players that you can yeah, bring on. 100, 100%. Why, why, do you, why do you think we were such strong advocates for having five five subs as a free? Right, To be honest, uh, that's another thing I wanted to mention. Like, I feel, and you know, I'm not gonna. This is by no means an excuse. But I was talking to one of my boys yesterday, and um, in comparison to the the Leipzig game, obviously we didn't start with Bruno. We didn't start with Rashford. Um, we had those two players to come in and 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 give us an instant impact off the bench. Mm. I felt like you know, obviously we've started both of those players uh, in the the Arsenal game. Aside from Van der Beek and you know uh, Cavani, but I don't think he's up to speed yet. We didn't really have that same impact coming off the bench. No. So it, it was in the Leipzig game. You know, Rashford and Bruno came on. We scored. We scored. Was it three goals? Four, I think. Uh, four goals, even um, the the Rashford hat trick and um, uh, the Martial goal. Martial goal. So, 
you know, I'm not saying I'm, I just think it's a, it, it was an, it's an observation on my part, but um, yeah. Chris, something I wanted to just to touch on it before we obviously move on, but because I read, if you're going wrong, you could take, you have to take what Paul Merson says with a pinch of salt sometimes. That's but, like, that snorter. Go on. But sometimes <laughs> I, I listen, I do listen to read what he says and I think I, I, I comprehend it because he's basically, I think the stats that show a lot of United's goals plus a lot of Rashford's goals come after the last like 70 minutes. Mm. And obviously, like the game against Lightspeed, the guy literally looked like Boyster versus men, like when he came yeah. on. So he was just saying that, sure, like, don't get me wrong, like, Rashford is not obviously not going to be a bench, like, super sub. Mm. But I think, especially in this kind of season where it's going to be a lot of football, I like, I think Rashford's out of front three. Rashford's always the player that never is missing. He's never missing in the front, the front, the starting level. Mm-hmm. So I think, in terms of managing people's like, oh, like loads and stuff like that, mm. I wouldn't be against seeing him start on the bench a few more games than what would probably be used to because, Same. He, he, if anything, out all the player profiles we have, Imagine 17 minutes knowing that Rashford's about to come on and run at you. Like, that's, that's yeah. a scary thought, isn't it? But, 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 what's Marshall missed? I think uh, so. Yeah. I, I think so. I'm, but, I'm, yeah, I mean, yeah, but hindsight is a funny but, thing. Um, but, Stephen, uh, you see you're saying about that, yeah? Imagine if he does that and um, it doesn't work and you lose the game or whatever. You're then going to say, Ole got it wrong. Why didn't no, no. he start Rashford? Do you see football. the thing about... That's football. No, no, that's no, football. But, do you see how every time as fans, we want to look at something and say, oh, he should have done this. Well, no, that player who's been put in should be performing at the performing, standard yeah. to win the game. Regardless, you know what I mean? You're a professional. That's what you're paid to I do. I agree. I agree. So I we agree. can't always look at it and be like, oh, this manager, this is the point I was making a few weeks back when we're now saying is our Teta's, um, what's it called? Like, is he too um, like defensive? Pragmatic. Yeah, yeah, pragmatic is the word that you said. Yeah, pragmatic. Um, no, it's not. He's not telling the players don't go out there and score goals, but keep con- compact and when you get your chance, take it. Which I'm sure Ole would have done as well with Man United or whoever it is. Um, I just feel like we need to just the, the players need to be held accountable for a, a lot, lot more. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. agree, man. Let's have some quick predictions then for your upcoming game. So you've got Istanbul Basaksehir, Turkish champions, and then Everton away. What are we thinking? Dubs? Yeah, I think we'll, we'll win midweek comfortably. Um, I'm expecting uh, like a 3-1 or a 4-1 uh, in that game. Um, the Everton game, oh, <laughs> yeah, that, that one's going to be a little bit more tricky, man. Uh, can't afford to lose that at the minute. Do you know how crazy it is? We've got to get a W, yeah. We've got to get a W. It's a must you, win. You, like, you guys are just on top of uh, relegation, isn't it? I didn't even yeah. know you were that low. Well, you've got a game in hand to be honest, but even with that, you'll you're still it's, it's not good, man. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think it's going to be a tough game, man. I'd, I'm I'm not looking forward to to DCL. I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping Hammers will will still not be local. Um, I don't think Richard Richarlison's on a free game ban, any so. Yeah. He'll be back. He'll be back. Will it? Will he be back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Already, it hasn't it been three games. One. I feel oh, sure down to one. No, 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 not him. Think about it down to one. The other, the other don't go down to one. It's Does not Richarlison. He got suspended in the Liverpool game. Has it been three games already? It hasn't. It hasn't. No, so I don't think he'll be local. So, you know, I don't know, man. Let me let me just say like a a, a, a one all. Is Dinya? Dinya will be back. Luca Dinya. Mm. Luca Dinya. Yeah, he'll be back. He um, reduced to one game. Okay, 
So the other games on the Saturday, uh, sorry, on the Sunday as well, was the Villa v Southampton game. Seven goal thriller. Um, James Ward Prowsey, moving mad. Ingsy, Grealish scored a banger. Oh, uh, it's but- a shout out. To, I, I want to give flowers to Hassan Hooter, man. Hassan Hooter is doing an absolute magnificent job, and I think I put it in the chat before. Since I think it's since the lockdown, Southampton mm-hmm. have accumulated the second most points. So with the players that he has. I keep saying it, if you give that guy a better squad, he, he can coach a team really well. If you know what I'm trying to say, he's a great coach. And if you give him all the pieces he needs, he's, he's doing a wonderful job with um, James O'Prowse and Romeo in the middle of the yeah. park. Come on, man. Peter Walker was starting the other day. Hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Would you guys have him United, guys? I like him, man. I like him. I want to see him, like... You Let's know. say Ole gets sacked. Hazen Hutt or uh, what's his name? Um, Tottenham one. Who are you taking? Ugh. You're taking Poch in it, but for I do real? Like, yeah, you you will because basically on name and yeah, yeah, I would say a track record. However, I, I like um, Hazen Hutt as a coach, though. I like what he does. Uh, I like mm-hmm. it a lot, especially modern. I feel like he complements like the modern way of playing football at the moment. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like it. Win the ball and get it forward, man. Yeah, yeah. Also, the runaway champions Everton lost again um, against Newcastle. Shocking, Bahamas. Shocking. DCL scored again, of course, but now, Wilson. Well, injuries have hit them, mate. Coleman yeah, out, bad, yeah. out, Richarlison yeah, out, Ames out. That is their personal problem. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, uh, you yeah, seen our predictions thing, yeah? Newcastle are crap, man, but that was strictly agenda, man. <laughs> there was no method, there was no ball knowing. It was just they need to lose, boy. <laughs> um, and then the last game on the Sunday, um, obviously, um, he was not local to see his team play, but I, I guess we could all give him a joint, joint, uh, I didn't watch it myself to be honest, but we could give a joint analysis of the Spurs Brighton game. I watched it. Um, so yeah, yeah, to be fair, let's try to know, man. Yeah. Yeah, uh, man, like, I've only watched the brief highlights of it, so I'll let you do your uh, analysis first, man, and I can say what I think after. Oh. Um, it's yeah, it was a, it was it, it was quite it started quite similar to the sort of United United Arsenal game. To be fair, um, it wasn't sort of like a sort of fast pace sort of end to end kind of job. It was like a very pedestrian. I think Spurs probably. Um, Brighton didn't start well at all. From what I remember, they didn't start well at all. Like Brighton, um, Spurs were like dominant in like, the midfield, or winning obviously the first balls, the second balls. Um, yeah, which is better. Um, I think Harry Kane got scored a pen. Um, good dispatch to finish. Um, and then Brighton grew into the game after that. Actually, they like. I think they, because they basically, I think at the beginning of the game, they didn't have Mope playing. So they, they started with like Trossard um, as like their sort of false nine, um, who I think he started going, like he started moving to channels. He's quite nippy. Um, and Dyer and, and I, I think it was Toby didn't like his movement. So Brighton started playing well. Um, and then I think obviously it's half time to go in at 1 1. Um, I think they come out. Brighton's again start well. Um, and then Lamptey scored very good goal, good football, um, very very good football actually. Um, and then yeah, it was quite a cagey game. You, if you would put you would put your money on something, you'd probably say Brighton would go and get another goal because they were just playing better football. Um, Tottenham weren't they didn't play great, and I've noticed that they 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 haven't been playing particularly well of the last like two two maybe three games. But 
when you got like when you got Harry Kane, Son, and, and Bale to, up front, mm. then you know it just shit, stuff happens, isn't it? and and I know a lot of men on the group chat probably saw saw Gareth Bale come up in their flash their flash their flashlights on on their phone. Mm. And oh, thought, oh, oh, damn it! Me, I saw Tottenham two one, and I saw an LOL from Mitch. So I knew what, <laughs> <laughs> I knew what time it was. Yeah, yeah, man, he bagged good cross. I think who I think was it Doherty? That's we that agree on that. Yeah, sorry, yeah. And then yeah, Bale just put a nice little header in it, bottom bins. Before, uh, before, before, before that, um, before the cross went in from Regulion, yeah, and this is something that is kind of open to all of you, um. All the wire old, he played a fantastic ball, crossfield ball mm. across um, from from right to left to to Regulion. and it's something that we've seen quite frequently from Toby over the years. Um, that that ball specifically, and I wanted to ask, like, what what do you lot think of like Toby as a ball player? Like, I, I rate him. I think he's really good on the ball. Unreal, uh, honestly. Like in terms of center that's, that's probably I've his had... best thing. Yeah. yeah, honestly, I've had this yeah. conversation of best. Passing centre halves, and I put Toby genuinely towards. Yeah, him. I oh, think yeah. like predominantly at the beginning, it was always like all the world to Delhi. He'd always make a mm. run off the back of the defenders, and he'd find them so many times. And I think you're right in saying you don't really see him do it as much. But that pass, man, it can change you from defending to to attacking so quickly. Yeah, yeah. if you I play honestly, it right. I honestly feel sometimes like not not. I mean, they 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 were great for Tottenham. They get me wrong, but I feel as if almost in a way, like no disrespect to Tottenham, like you kind of wasted. Alderweireld and Vertonghen's prime yeah. because having two centre-backs of that quality is mm. so rare you know usually it's yeah. one carrying the other both of them would, like at their peak which is brilliant man spot yeah. on and it's so like you say it's so disappointing man that we didn't actually win anything in that time like for the pair of them because yeah they've they've been quality man That's but like Arsenal and Sanchez as well mm. but yeah my, my take from the game yeah like obviously I think I, I was we won trophy we won trophy bro yeah, well done, man. We haven't. No, no, no. I was telling you. <laughs> no, 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 no. But no, nah, I didn't see the whole the whole ninety. But like, what I take from from it, um, obviously, Bell Bell getting the winner. We spoke a few weeks back about moments. He might not do blistering runs down the line against against every team, but it's been in the right position, and and that was not an easy header by any shape. So to to direct it the way he did and to get to out of here, winner, man. That, that already has secured us three points. That's a win. That's three points that's taken us second. I think Leicester are winning at the moment, so we might go third. But that being said, I think he's finding his feet, man, um, to get the win. I'm happy with that. Um, there's two decisions that I weren't too sure about. The I don't know if, if it was... I think it was very clever from Kane. I think on another day... Oh, Kane been doing he that. dived, man. Kane been yeah. doing that. He does that. dived. But this is what I don't get. This is what I don't get. It's a dive. The guys, sorry, Calvin, the guys are analysing after on Sky Sports saying that it should have been a foul. So what's VAR doing? Because Kane looks at the man and yeah. you see Lalana's only got eyes. But the, the thing ball. is, it's not. They, they, didn't wanna, they said they don't want to turn over the ref's yeah, decision. It's not an error. It's just not a foul, if you know what I'm trying to say, but it's not a clear and obvious error. Yeah, He knows, listen, Kane is a very, very clever man. Like he's, yeah. In terms of footballers, he switched on. He knows. He you got him. him. You got he knows him. the contact's coming. He takes the contact, win the penalty. And, and like... I love that. Whether it's a pen or not, it's debatable. But I take all. Do you know? Long. Do you know but, who? Do you know who used to do that a lot? Sorry, Calvin. Um, yeah. Remember, uh, Ricky Lambert for Southampton. Yeah. He always yeah. used to do it. Do that. He used to back into the defender, yeah. and yeah. Um, he used to look over his shoulder to see where the defender is, and he knows the contact is coming, and he'll go down. He used to do that yeah. all the time. When he bagged bare pens that season. Yep. Yeah. 
Um, but I thought for their for Lamptey's goal, I, I did think Hoiberg was fouled, and I couldn't believe yeah, he's foul. gone over to that's look. <laughs> he's gone over to look at the screen at the monitor and still given the goal. Like, <laughs> it was, it, I was baffled with that. So I think maybe you can say it evened up with that. But yeah, like I say, to get the win when you're not playing well, as I agree with um with Char, I think he said we haven't played well the last couple of games. Burnley, we we didn't really break them down. From what I saw from this game, I think Brian had a lot more of the ball. We didn't really create many chances. I think Lamella hit the post, but apart from that, but it's it's grinding out wins when you're not playing well. That gets you to the top of the league and like we're second, maybe dropping to third now. So if you're giving me that after the first game of the season, I would have taken it. Um, and yeah, man, we just keep picking up wins. That's what we do. Calm. So um, obviously you played um, early in the week, you played Royal Antwerp. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and what's his name? Jose Mourinho. Jose Mourinho was visibly, <laughs> visibly upset. Um, yeah. Saying that certain players won't play anymore. So I'm thinking, calm. Delhi. I'm looking at the starting lineup. But I'm saying Bergwan, Bergwan, Bergwan wasn't local neither. I was like, Bergwan. <laughs> I mean, we were poor, man. We were poor against Antwerp. There was no. They were really good, team. though. Yeah, they, they, they played well. They were a good um, team, man. Yeah, they, they actually, looked they were good, bro. I, mean, good. I said the week before they were top of the Belgian league. I don't know if that's that, a mad thing. Even, even Mourinho, name. I think Mourinho was disappointed in, in this player's reaction because even he said that he told his um, players that yeah. they're going to be the most difficult team in the group. Yeah. And we probably, just, yeah. I don't know whether the players are up for for these games, man. Like, it's yeah, hard yeah, for I the Prem. I don't know. Like, not to make excuses, I think every game is just as, as important but as the other. That Sanchez. <laughs> I listen. I he should I think be good that, though, man. Nah, the jury's out for him now, man. We we <laughs> we bought him for record money at the time. Mm. It was a club transfer record, and he's not repaid it for me. He's a calamity. Um, How much was he? Because he pocketed like thirty-eight point four million. Yeah, he, right? I, um, he was big money. Yeah. Europa League final. I thought this guy, you guys, got a gem. Yeah, mm. I, I thought, remember that I thought with, with Vertonghen and all the world there, he had some people to learn from, and he'd then step yeah. in. But for me, he's just not the player who I, who I thought he'd be. And I'd relax, be, I honestly you watch the game. But what I, what I think with Sanchez, though, like, I still want to give him the benefit of the doubt. I think maybe later he'll just be like a a good defender, like later on. You've, yeah, he would have got too with much With H, yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah, yeah. with I don't maybe. Know, man. Because maybe. what it is, he's got all the physical attributes. But in terms of any time the ball's anywhere near his foot, I'm nervous. Hmm. Calamity central. Yeah, he, just, he got I'm dropped completely, sure. didn't he? Yeah. And, 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 and you know what? Jose can do it because you've got the squad depth. If you're not putting yeah. your weight, you're out the team. And yeah. I think beforehand, under Potter, I mean, obviously our squad was very light. We didn't have such luxury. So I'm, I'm all for it, man. You you play well, you keep your shirt. If you don't, you drop to the bench. Or you have that pot drop out, You drop out the whole squad. Fair. So, yeah, man. But, okay. um, yeah, the Antwerp result was poor, but moving on to the game coming up. Yeah, man. Luda Goretz and then uh, West yeah. Brom. Yeah, uh, I said we beat Antwerp, so who knows, man? We should beat Ludogorets. I think they're bottom of the group right now. They've lost both their games, so like I look at these Europa League games and think we should win more more often than not. So I'd say a two 0 win, maybe. Maybe I'm brave going for a clean sheet. But well, I yeah. think yeah, I think this is this is the thing. Like, I think like with like especially Europa, especially if you're like a if you're like a big team and you step down into the Europa League, it's, in, especially in these games, it's a mentality thing, man. You have to be up yeah. for it every single game to try and win it because you can easily lose them. And I think that's what's lacking with Spurs at the moment. 
where yeah. the mentality is not there, or maybe the players are just more focused on the prem, and they maybe, just yeah. Wanna, yeah. I feel like you know what, like we used to be in a Champions League side. I think the last four or five seasons we've been in the Champions League, For sure, yeah, playing on so, Tuesday and Wednesday. I don't know, maybe it is a mentality thing, but... Nah, it definitely uh, they, is, they, they're they Champions League players. Champions yeah, League players. They're Champions League players. <laughs> you well, could no, call them Champions they, they League were, players. So. They were Champions League players. They're not anymore, so they need to They need to get slapped back into rally and Bro, understand but that they're sw- not playing in the Champions is, League no more. That switch is not, you know, unless you have mentally strong players that, that, or good professionals. Let yeah. me say that, good professionals that will just, you know what, let's do this. But Yo, you're, pu- you're playing West of Europe and then blink on a Thursday in Eastern Europe. Yeah. Hit you because nah, it's not a lack of motivation from the manager because you know he's been talking. I want to win this, I want to keep my 100% record in the Europa League. So but it was weird though because you know that game, yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure Jose subbed like all the players that would have been your Europa League starting 11 for your big players. So when you yeah, talk about four, motivation, four subs of time. yeah, it was it was a mad. I don't, I don't really get why he'd done it, but. I think, I think yeah, motivation. Like, I think sending a message, man. If you don't play well, you're yeah, not playing. So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And nice, I'm nice. all for it, man. I like, I, I like the fact that he's just not ramping with these man. Like, nah, they're not going to perform. Do you, know, do you know what's funny? It's like I love managers like this who say they give you the. Opportunity but they don't give same energy. Down to you. No, they do. You get a shirt and you keep it. If you don't play, yeah. bro, you're coming off. Then you can't knock on his door midweek. Oh, I don't get yeah. a chance, bro. You had your do chance you know the, midweek. Do you know what the problem is though? Like, obviously, like I'll tell you the weekend. Yeah, I, I don't. For me, like my priority is the prem, so I wouldn't want him to stop playing the players who played well in the prem against Ludogorets. I still want him to rotate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because then, if you're playing the top players against Ludogorets and then they're tied for the prem game, it's like okay, we don't want that. <laughs> so we just need the players, the fringe players, to step up on the Thursday night and work their way into the prem side. In my opinion, I, f- yeah. I feel like, I feel like with the Mourinho thing. Um, I don't feel he does keep the same energy though, like because I feel he like doesn't. he he has his favorites, mm-hmm. yeah, so I feel like his, his favorites he picks his favorites, and regardless of the performance, yeah. he will pick them. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I think with 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 United, obviously it was was Lukaku. He loved Lukaku and Matic. He loved those two, and he would he would never say a bad word about them or drop them. Um, and I think I'm starting to see in this Tottenham side is probably Eric Dyer, if anybody. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't Which feel I like... do not understand. Yeah. At all, but, but to be honest, game. to be honest though, with Eric Dyer, he's been playing well. Like I, I'm not, he's been his biggest fan, but since I feel like I, I believe that he's played well this season. I'll be honest with you, and I think he's been the mainstay because he's been the best out of our centre halves. And I, I think Alderweireld is our best centre half, but Dyer's mm. been performing the best. I think he's still not sure about Doki or Aurier. I think he's obviously Doki started yesterday, but Aurier started previously. He's still working out. I think Rigudon's got left back nailed. Hoiberg has to play. Um, I like Sissoko as, as an engine. I thought Underbelly played well. So I think your son, Kane, Reguillon, Dyer, Larice, Hoiberg are his mainstays. And then I think depending on who's playing well, whether it's Lucas, Bergwijn, Lamella for the other spot on the wing. Lacelso hasn't been starting. He's been going with Underbelly. I think that's not secure. It's good to have options, man. Um, but yeah. Yeah, but he needs to get his 11 though, man. Because... Yeah, this, I this can unsettle the team, I guess. But let's see, man. Let's keep it posted. At least you're doing well in the league. Yeah, man. Um, where are you at? Are you in top four now? Yeah, we were second before tonight, but Leicester are winning at the moment. So if they hold on, we drop to third. I think the game is done, man, over there. I think it's half time yeah. right now. Half time. Oh, half time. Yeah, half yeah, time. Yeah, 2 0, half time. Oh, Who knows? So... Leicester Leeds might come out and do something second half. But look, to, at, at the moment, man, to be third, two points off Liverpool at the top, like, I'm happy with that. Calm. 
So, obviously, today there were two more games. Um, like we said earlier, Leicester's 2-0 up at halftime against Leeds. Um, Scott Parker got his first win against West Brom. 2-0. Great yeah, win. Happy for him. Happy for him, man. Yeah, man. It's about time, but they're still going down, though. Yep. They've got no business. <laughs> They've got no business being here. Um, shots at the bar. Any shots? Yeah, I've got one. I've got one. Line up that tequila for oh, he's got a shot. Diogo, Diogo <laughs> Cotter, man. That signing is honestly like a magnificent signing, man. Of where now as a Liverpool fan, when you can look to the bench and be like, okay, we've got a, a top, top player who can actually affect the game going forward. Of where we're not praying for one of the front three kind of a piece of magic. So, yeah, shot for Diogo, man. Shot for Diogo. Any yeah, more man. shots? My shot's just for. Arsenal's defence, man. I mean, like, historically, we've not been the best defensive team. And after seven games, having played the champions, City and United away and, and still have the best like, defensive record. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh makes me happy, isn't it, man? I mean, it gives me hope as well. Like, every game isn't like a basketball match. We don't look like we're going to concede with every attack. And yeah, man, let's just hope that the boys can build from it. Uh, let me let me um, let me get the second round toast of that one. <laughs> uh, so, so this one is specifically for Gabriel, and I think um, we spoke about him pretty much every week. But now it's starting to take shape. We can actually look to statistically uh, um, how well he's done. So he's had six games, five hundred and eighty-eight touches, four hundred and sixty-eight uh, completed passes, which are which is an 89 percent um, completion rate, thirty ball recovery recoveries and 17 clearances and 10 tackles I mean as you said Toast like this this guy just when he's there I feel safe now at any point in time uh, when Gabriel was playing and yeah I just want to commend Arteta for the signing and the club as I know that a lot of clubs were were, were gunning for him too so happy happy that he's at our club solid well yeah, solid player, man. Elite. So interest, man. Don't say a lot of clubs. Say United were interested. In <laughs> no, nah, but the thing is, the thing is, sorry, why there are a lot of clubs in, in for him? Because why is bro. why is he going to Arsenal? Bro, bro. No, literally no, just no, as Chris says, what do you call it? The, the Arsenal knock. The, the knock, that Arsenal knock. Yeah, it's <laughs> different now, different. boy. Let's do Fred. Didn't he have a thing in his contract too, a clause, isn't it? No, no, no. Oh, shout yeah, I remember Eddie. Napoli were in for him, but they yeah, backed they out. No, no, shout, shout out Eddie, because that's the that's one of the main reasons why the Brazilian pool that he's got. Yeah. Shout out oh. David Luiz. Oh, that's the brilliant sign. I can't even lie to you still. That's and Peter, nice. too, had a little, you know, had a little word with him, word didn't Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any more shots? Um, yeah, yeah, I've got, I've got uh, after you, man. Yeah, go on, go on. Bless Cal. I've got... Um, Two shots actually one for as well. Like Tabo just said there, Gabriel man. Um obviously, like I said in my Arsenal post-match review, a lot of pressure comes to the Premier League and just how the boys handled it. Um it's good to see. So I hope we can only get better from here. Um second shot is for Thomas Party, man. I mean, what what a performance again. Um and obviously when he came to Arsenal, I just didn't want him to get a disservice, obviously, because he lost two games and it was just like, oh, it's not looking great for him at the moment. Well, just not not what he wants to come straight away and lose games. So I think that, that win against United is big for us as a club, but also for him to get man of the match is big for him and I hope he can just settle in as good as Gabriel. Right? Um, Hope you to see strides. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got a shot and I think you know who it's for. <laughs> Gareth Bell. 
he's, there's been a lot of talk since he joined the league. He's not up to scratch. He's he's lost a yard of pace, this, that, the other, and there's been a lot been a lot of debate. But he's come off the bench at one all. He's won us the game. First goal for the club on his return after seven years. And hopefully he kicks on now, man, and and, and secures his um his place in the starting eleven. So yeah, shot for Gareth Bell. Shot for Gaza. Was that it? Hey, I got one as well, actually. We're getting waves tonight, boy. <laughs> yeah, let me get the third one in. Uh, this one goes out to the Egyptian king in midfield. Um, my king, so shameless. Oh, Egyptian my king. That's reserved for Salah, you know. What do you mean? Oh, Salah, original. So shameless. Are you mad? Oh, my said days. Egyptian king. Wash your mouth with hey, 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 why are you interrupting hey, my voice? Shock, man. Yeah, man. Cap on my platform, man. What do you mean? I'm about to make a toast. You don't have to yeah, agree. You said what you said. Exactly. Yeah, come on, man. Yes. Look at this Bexley last, boy sympathize someone. You're shot, last, year, last year, he went out on loan. He was a forgotten man. He's come back. He's proven himself. He's had pre-season. Had a few games to get into it. He's bent Shaka now. Um, and he's even been a skipper for the team as well. So, hey, all the best for Shaka, for Elneny. Um, long may it continue, to be honest. Bro, that's it. Jack, Jack is back next week, man. Let's not kid ourselves, innit? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Who knows, man? Nah, I, 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 I actually said about I, tell, I said that he rest, he was resting him because he's played all these games. Yeah, Why you rested him now? OT. All right, all right, cool. So that was it for episode thirty-eight. Um, it's been eventful. Uh, we'll be back next week. Um, not sure when. Make sure you hashtag Varbar Podcast every time you send out a football to you. Try to engage with us. Um, if you wanna, uh, if you have joined the league, the Varbar Podcast League, which is currently being led by Thomas Eaton, Silver Lining. Uh, make sure you follow us as well, in case you're gonna, you know, see it through by the end of the season. Um, and this was it. I am Andrew, aka Rapping Drew. Ciao. Peace. Peace. Three points, gang. Talk to me nice or don't talk to me at all, man. <laughs> this guy, man. I hate this guy. <laughs>